All right, here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today we are talking about something that is a juicy, sexy, exciting topic for many of you, and that is audience growth. More specifically, I want to talk to you about some of the audience growth methods that have been the most effective in our business over the past few years. And I want to be clear that when I say effective, what I mean by that is I think they have given me the biggest bang for my energetic buck. And I want to be so clear how I say that to you because as an example, I've had so many people say things to me like, oh, I was running this Facebook ad for this freebie, for this quiz, and it worked really well. And I'm like, okay, worked really well. Define that. Like, what do you mean by worked really well? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I've gotten thousands of people onto my list. I'm like, okay, well, did they convert? Did they buy anything? We're like, eh, I'm not sure. And I'm like, okay, well, then I don't know that we would say that it worked that well. So, again, I'm saying this because what I have focused on in my business from the very beginning is really audience growth methods that I feel like I can pretty much get an instant ROI on and that really benefit me when it comes to the next thing that I'm selling, the next thing that I'm offering. I've been really intentional and strategic about this over the years. And so again, I wanna break down for you the things, I'm gonna speak to three things specifically that I think you putting your energy and effort towards get you the biggest, again, bang for your buck. And you know, I wanna say this, I feel like many of you know this already, but especially if you are new here, here, it's worth mentioning. I am absolutely positively a more introverted human being. And for me, I've heard the analogy before, and I I feel like it's a really great one to use, that extroverts start their day and, you know, they go out and they talk to people. And as they're having conversations, as they're connecting, they are essentially collecting coins, right? Like every conversation, every interaction really energizes them. It fuels them. Introverts, on the other hand, start their day with that same stack of coins, but every conversation is a coin being taken away from them, essentially. Like, it takes energy. And so I say that because, you know, I love people. I love what I do. I love what I do so much. While at the same time, you know, it's always interesting to me, and I'm just being transparent here, that like, you know, if we're looking at like a Facebook group, right, my Facebook group of like 10,000 plus people or whatever, it's interesting the way in which sometimes people can feel as though they're the only ones in the room and that like they can, you know, tag you and ask you questions and and have conversations. And it's like, I'm not an asshole. Again, I care about what I do. I care about the people in my world. But if I am spending my day literally, you know, let's say meeting with my team and then talking to a bunch of different clients on Voxer, having a couple different client calls, interacting with, you know, my audience to an extent, having a personal life, there's not that much I I have left over for, you know, a million different conversations. Like I literally feel like I cannot physically or energetically do it. And again, it's not a reflection of the fact that I don't care as much as it is a fact that like I literally only have so much to give and I feel as though every human interaction that I have takes a lot out of me. And so I kind of just have a threshold, right? Like I I reach a point where I just can't human anymore. And I'm saying that because a lot of people build their businesses, you know, off of referrals 
referrals, off of networking, really like relationship-centered marketing. And there's absolutely positively nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to who I am as a human being, I have just known from the very beginning that that's not my way. It's not sustainable. It's not something that I could possibly do day in and day out and still feel sane and still feel like I have any energy left for myself. And so again, you know, whether you're an introvert, whether you're an extrovert, there's nothing wrong with either one, right? Like we're all different human beings and we all have different needs and that's fine. But I think it's really important that you're always being mindful of who you are as a human being and picking efforts, picking actions that actually align with that. And so again, for me, I have put my focus over the past few years really on having a scalable business, right? If I'm gonna deliver content, if I'm gonna have a conversation, quote unquote, it's with a group of people, not just one person. And so again, I've picked efforts, I've picked things that feel as though they get me a big return on the effort that I'm putting in. And so again, I'm breaking this down for you in this episode with the intention to make you feel that and understand that so that I'm not just sitting here being like, hey, grow your audience by, you know, booking five coffee talks with somebody via Zoom this week, because that's fine. But then that has you connect with five different people. And sure, of course, you know, they can refer you to others. But that still feels like so much energy to put out to just connect with five people. Whereas I feel like the technology, the things that we have available these days, they give us the ability to reach so many more people. And so again, especially if you are that more introverted human, I want to make sure that you are honoring that and acknowledging that and essentially, you know, creating your marketing strategy and your audience growth strategy in alignment with that. And so the first thing that I want to share and the first and the second point kind of go together, but roll with me here. The first thing that I feel like has gotten us the biggest bang for our energetic buck is absolutely positively Facebook ads. Uh, I have not run ads very much as of recently. We're working on some things in the background, but if I go back to the start of my business or not the start of my business, but like the start of 2017, when I kind of, you know, shifted so many things in my business, we went pretty hard on Facebook ads initially when it came to getting more people in my world. And the way that I would run Facebook ads back then and the way that I plan on running Facebook ads now is pretty damn similar. And the way that I do that is number one, getting massively clear on what I'm selling first, right? What am I, what do I, where do I want people to go? What do I want people to buy? What do I want people to do? And then I'm being very, very, very intentional and strategic about reverse engineering every step of the funnel or every step of that Facebook ad journey so that I'm attracting the right people from the very beginning. And I know that I've said this many times before. I know that I talk about this all the time, but it's so fucking important. And I feel like it's something that a lot of people don't pay enough attention to. And I think it's something that really hurts them. And so as an example, back, you know, years ago, we would do Facebook ads and it was when I was selling programs to Beachbody coaches. I had this program called Supercharger Challenge. It was like $4.97. It ranged in price. It was down to $97 at one point and then we raised it to $4.97. So it definitely uh, has been a couple different prices over the years. But I had this program called Supercharger Challenge and it was specifically for Beachbody coaches who wanted to be able to run their free challenges and get customers from it. Right. And they wanted to know kind of like the marketing strategy, the uh, plan without having to necessarily DM people, blah, blah, blah. And so I had this standalone program. It was an it was an evergreen program at this point, and meaning self-study, like somebody could sign up for it at any given time and you know go through it on their own. And so I had that program, again, $4.97, let's just say, and I would run Facebook ads for a live webinar 
for, uh, I think it was like the three-step plan to blow up your business as a Beachbody coach. I don't think that was exactly it, but it was something along those lines. But the Facebook ad was very specific. It wasn't like, hey, health coaches, do you want to take your business to the next level? It was like calling all Beachbody coaches who want to blah, 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 and you know, hit your SC points, sell more Shakeology, right? Like I was very much speaking their language, which is a reason that it worked so fucking well. But I got them onto this webinar. I had a very very clear and very strategized or very systemized, I should say, uh, kind of system, very systemized system, a very solid system for running the webinars, what emails would go out, how we would do the element of scarcity, so on and so forth. Like it was very much this well-oiled machine. And it was a situation where I could put in, let's just say, you know, $5 a day into the Facebook ads initially, get people onto that live webinar, convert them into the sales for the $497 program. And I always knew essentially what I was going to make back. And when I know what I'm going to make back after I do it a few times, that's a situation where, oh, okay, well, if I know it's converting for $5 a day, I'm going to bump it up to 10, 15, 20, $30 a day because I know that it's converting. I know that it's getting enough people into my world and that they're also actually buying pretty much immediately after that I profit off of the ads immediately. I make money off of that webinar immediately. And then they're also in a position where they are the right people who have bought something from me or who haven't, who have just been on the live webinar, but they're still the right people who might go on to buy the next thing that I'm buying or the thing after that or the thing after that. And so I'm saying it all in this way because again, it's not as though you're going to run this or figure this out the first time you're doing ads, but by the time we had sold this program a few times, by the time I had experience working with that exact niche of people, I was so clear on the messaging and I was so clear on who I was trying to attract. And I was also so clear on the fact that this converted without it being super hard. So it felt like this thing where, oh, I'm happy to spend more and more on ads because I know what's actually going to happen. And therefore, you know, being comfortable spending more on ads, it was something where I was really able to grow my audience in big numbers quickly and easily because of the fact that I had that well-oiled machine. And so I say that for many of you, because if you are somebody who has a signature program, you know, your people go crazy for this thing you sell or that thing you sell, or they're all telling you the same thing. And again, you know that it works, you know that it converts. That's where really, you know, if you're not using ads to really bump it up, right? To really, again, get that big, the bigger bang for your energetic buck. I feel like you're missing an opportunity here. And to be very clear, Facebook ads are a beast. If you are not okay with the fact that you're gonna waste a little bit of money at first, you're gonna wanna pull your hair out. I mean, A, maybe you should just hire somebody in the first place, especially if you're not super techie. But B, you have to be in acceptance of that. Otherwise, skip it, right? Otherwise, skip it. I think it's, and I say that because I just feel like it's a situation where they're so worth it. They're so worth putting your energy and effort into, but you have to be a little bit patient. And I feel like so many people in an effort to, you know, want immediate results, they kind of hurt the progress and the results that they could possibly have. And so again, if you're not super techie, if you're like, I know that I'm never gonna be a person who knows how to run Facebook ads, okay, cool. High somebody or just skip ads altogether. But if you are somebody who is willing to be a little bit patient, willing to test, willing to put the energy into them, 
I really almost challenge you to find something that is more worthwhile for you than Facebook ads. Because again, they're giving you this opportunity to target your exact right person, send them to something that you know already works with that aligned ideal client, with that aligned messaging. And again, if you work it slowly, right, like you incrementally increase essentially what you're spending and how you're doing things, it's a situation where you could be putting in way more money knowing that you're making way more money right on the back end of that. So it doesn't feel nearly as scary. And again, not only are you making a good chunk of money because of these ads, but you're also completely blowing up your audience pretty much effortlessly, right? Because once you get one working, it is a situation where it can just be used whenever it is that you want. That was such a beautiful thing for me that I literally had this ad. I had an image that I knew worked well. I had copy that I knew worked well. I had a landing page that I knew worked well. And I could literally pull it out whenever I felt like it. And I know that it would be a cash machine for me. And again, that's a really big deal. And so, you know, I'll say this too, that I feel like a lot of people wear the whole, I've never done ads. I've just done all organic marketing. Like they wear it like it's this badge of honor. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Like that's cool. But I'm like, okay, like, great. You're making, you know, 20K a month organically. You'd probably be making 40 or 50K if you were, you know, using ads, especially if you know your stuff is selling. And so really, I, it is really one of the most effective and powerful tools for you to implement in your business. Again, if you're willing to be patient, if you're willing to be a little bit uh, frustrated from time to time, because they are, at the end of the day, worth it. And I remember Dan Henry said something one time, uh, and I'm, I'm not a fan of his for the record, but I, you know, I look at his posts from time to time because I do think he's a pretty great, you know, marketer, especially when it comes to funnels and all that kind of stuff. But I remember, uh, Somebody said something, I don't know, it was like a comment in one of his posts about like how frustrated they are with ads and, you know, how they're not having, how they're having a hard time trying to get this one up and running. And he said something along the lines of like, yeah, I was frustrated too. But then like when I'm sitting in my mansion, I I recognize that it was all worth it. And so again, you know, nothing worth doing is easy right? And so again, sometimes it is going to take that time and patience and energy and frustration. But if there's one thing that feels worth it to me, it is Facebook ads. And so again, I want you to consider that. The second point, the second thing that has felt the most worth it for us uh, in terms of actually getting a big bang on our buck for audience growth and all that, it goes, they goes kind of hand in hand here, but it's live trainings. Now, I know that that might sound maybe obvious to many of you, but I just feel like so many people are so eager to go evergreen way before it's time to go evergreen. But more than that, I think people are overly eager to have something like a lead magnet, have something like a freebie, you know, whether it's just organic or whether it's going via Facebook ads, they're so eager for it to be kind of the situation where it's like one and done. And you should have a one and done freebie, right? Like we have an ebook profitable post that anybody can download at any given time. And that's fine. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But the way that I look at it is if I get a hundred people signed up for an ebook versus a hundred people on a live training with me, those hundred people who got the ebook, they might sign up for it, put it in their inbox. It's going to collect dust. And even if they do read it, they haven't heard my voice. They haven't like been in my energy. And so while it might be good, I'm still just one other business coach that is talking about a lot of the same stuff. 
Whereas if I can get people onto a live training with me and really be able to showcase the fact that I know my shit, that I'm excited and passionate about what I do, you know, that I'm answering questions, that I'm in the energy with my people and that I'm, again, passionate and excited about what it is that I'm talking about, that's going to be something where I am so much more memorable to those humans and they're that much more likely to go on to buy from me, whether it's immediately or whether it's in the future. And so for me personally, even though it requires more work and more effort and you know more technology, all of that kind of stuff to do a live training, pretty much almost pretty much any single time that you would ask me, I would rather do a live training because again, it feels like it's so much more worth it and it produces so much more in terms of results. And when I say results, again, I mean that in terms of money that comes directly from it, but also from the perspective of like, I've made so much more of an impact on the people that sign up with me and that feels important and worth it to me. Like I think quizzes as an example are really cool, but I think when you give people a quiz, right? Again, they might go through the quiz and they might get the information, but unless you have a really smart and strategic follow-up in terms of like, okay, here are the results where you again get to know that business owner, I feel like a lot of people are going to, it's going to be very easy for those people to kind of forget about you. And again, especially if we're talking about running ads to something for a freebie, right? Like I want to spend my money on something that feels like it's going to get me the biggest, I'll keep using the expression, the biggest bang for my energetic buck versus again, getting more people onto my list who forget about me five seconds later. And so no matter what stage you are of business, but especially if you're somebody who is at, you know, six figures and above, I'm not saying do live trainings all the time. I'm not saying, you know, do a webinar every single week. Of course not. But if you're heading into a bigger launch or a bigger thing, right, something that you want to sell a lot of, I really encourage you to consider live trainings just because of how worthwhile they are versus the thing that might feel easier, but might not be as effective. And then the third thing that I want to share that has been wildly effective for us has been affiliate programs. And, you know, I'll talk about this with a lot of the clients that I work with and everybody kind of like knows that they should have an affiliate program, but it's a situation where they're not doing it or it's kind of one of those things that's on the to-do list that they haven't gotten to yet. But I really want to stress this, that a lot of people think that if they have an affiliate program for their business, all of their affiliates, everyone that buys from them is going to turn into an affiliate. And then everyone that turns into an affiliate is going to be shouting from the rooftops about you because they want to make more money. And that's not how it works, right? Especially, I mean, obviously every industry is different, but if I'm speaking about myself here, you know, I work with mostly business owners, obviously. And so those business owners, they're launching their own stuff. They're selling their own stuff. They're making money on their own. Selling my stuff is not their priority. It's not the thing that's going to take the most time and energy and effort in their calendar, not to mention the fact that they're going to make some money off of my stuff versus obviously way more on their stuff. And so running affiliate programs strategically and intentionally in terms of timelines and okay, this is when we're launching this and this is the commission that we're turning it up to, right? Making it worth their while, having prizes and things like that in place, doing that you could have a hundred affiliates and even if only three of them are performing for you, those three affiliates really sharing strategically and intentionally, especially if they're getting people onto your free or low cost stuff, they are such a powerful and impactful way to bring A, the right people into your world, but B, a lot of people into your world quickly. And the thing is, is that 
why I choose to have my affiliates for the most part market my free or low end stuff is because I like the idea of, okay, my affiliate can share, okay, Sarah, this girl that I know, she's this great business coach, blah, blah, blah. She's doing this really kick-ass free training. You've got to check it out. They share their affiliate link with their audience. Their audience signs up for my free training. So therefore, it's not just about them selling their my stuff so that they send them to my sales page and they're like, okay, I don't know who this person is and they click off. Maybe they buy. Instead, I'd rather A, get all of their email addresses, right? So they're sharing my free thing with their audience. I'm getting all of their email addresses. So whether they buy now or in the future, it's still really helpful for me. But then B, I get to get them onto that free training as the example. And then I I get to sell my stuff because nobody else sells my stuff as well as I sell my stuff. I know my things better than anybody else. And so it gives them the opportunity rather than again, going for the cold sale, we get to warm them up a little bit more. So they get to get the nurturing emails that come after the training and all of that kind of stuff. And so again, I've had a few affiliates that have performed for me and have they cost money, quote unquote, cost in the sense of like, yes, we pay out for the most part a 20% affiliate commission for, you know, any referred sale. And I feel like so many people are cheapskates about this. And number one, I very much price my offers to take into account the fact that that affiliate commission might be going out. But B, it is so fucking worth it. Like I have had people refer somebody to a program of mine, you know, okay, whatever, they get the 20%. Sometimes they've even gotten cash bonuses because they sold, you know, a certain amount of them. But those people have gone on to buy multiple programs from me. Some of them have signed up for masterminds. Like the potential that it creates for you for a really small amount of work, like comparably to like a lot of other things, it's a really, really, really big deal. And so if you are somebody right now, especially if you're at the six-figure point and you're selling group programs, you have a couple signature programs that you know do really well, to not have an affiliate program in place, I think you're really hurting yourself because it is something that I feel like yields so much return for the effort and energy that you're putting in. And again, it can be a really big deal in your bottom line. And I really feel like, you know, if we're looking at 2020 being our first million dollar year, that was the first year that we were really putting energy and effort into our affiliate program. And I feel confident saying that we 100% would not have had an affiliate, uh, excuse me, a million dollar year without that affiliate program in place. And so really, 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 it's something that you should consider for your business if you don't already. But I want to close this by saying that, you know, I know this sounds obvious while at the same time, I think sometimes we can forget that audience growth, as you grow, it needs to remain a priority. You know, I see a lot of people, you know, grow their audience to a certain number or, you know, their list to a certain number, and then it kind of gets put on the back burner. People are always leaving. Fewer and fewer people are seeing your stuff each and every day, thanks to social media. And so you constantly bring fresh blood into your world. It has to be a priority. And it certainly has to be a priority when you're attempting to have bigger launches right? If you're going to launch that one program over and over again, I don't want to sit there and from a fear-based place say like, oh, your audience gets sick of it because I don't believe that, right? I'll, I'll have people who are like, oh, we feel like we don't want to launch this thing for the third time because, you know, our whole audience has bought it. I'm like, okay, how many people are on your list? How many people have bought the program? There are, there are so many people who still have not bought this program. So there are plenty of people left. Don't tell yourself any stories about that. While at the same time, why not go out and get more? Why not intentionally go out and grab new people that want what you have to offer that you know would be an aligned fit? Because again, it's just a numbers game at, at this point, right? If you are 
in the process of, or if you are used to selling things that you know sell well and you know perform well, to not get those numbers up of the people who can benefit from the offer, it's really just silly and you're really missing some opportunities. And again, I know this sounds silly and obvious, but you can launch an offer to a thousand people, or you can launch an offer to two thousand people, and the launch is going to be bigger if it's two thousand people, assuming that we've gotten the right people in, right? And so again, prioritizing that, choosing how you want to grow your audience continually, and doing it is something that again I feel like everybody should prioritize, no matter where you are in business, but especially if you're at the six-figure mark where you've kind of gotten comfortable with your audience, keep fucking going, keep bringing new people into your world. And again, these three methods are really three that I love and that I think everybody should implement in their businesses. If you are stuck on this, if you are unsure of how to run Facebook ads, if you are unsure of what to do for your live trainings, if you are unsure of how to run an affiliate program, I've gotten you 100% covered in Simplify and Scale. We are covering everything that I believe that you need to know to go bigger, to get more money with less work essentially, right? Like Simplify and Scale to me is about stretching the work that you've already done to make more money and stack your money, right? I think it's a situation where a lot of people, again, will go wide. They'll continue to do more things, sell more things instead of having a couple things that are good and then stacking that money in the sense that we're making more money off of the things that we already know work. And so again, if you have a couple programs that you know sell well, you should be prioritizing Facebook ads, live trainings, affiliate programs, or other audience growth methods so that those launchers, launches can be bigger the next time. And Simplify and Scale gives you the tools and the guidance and the knowledge and the support so that you can figure out exactly how to do that. Uh, you get a one-on-one 60-minute call with me if you sign up by this Friday, which is crazy. Like normally I will charge at least $1,000 for a 60-minute session with me, normally more depending on who it is and you know what we're working on together. But I really feel like time with me, you know, time with me alone is fucking valuable as hell. And this program is a high level group container where you have access to me. We have those group calls where you can ask questions. And again, we're, we're talking about higher level strategy. And so I believe in it so much, the overall program, because I feel like there is a real lack of high level group programs out there online. And so I wanted to throw in the one-on-one call just to make the offer that much more of a no-brainer and that much sweeter for you because I really do feel like, you know, again, I've talked to so many of you that are at the six-figure mark, multiple six-figure mark, and you want to go bigger, but you're still working too hard. You're still creating the same content over and over again. You're writing the same emails. You don't have systems. You don't know how to, again, get more people into your world in a systemized way. And this program solves that for you truly between the content that is delivered and the support that I'm giving you, I promise you, you are covered. And so again, 60 minute call if you sign up by this Friday and then next Friday, the doors close. And so of course, as always, saradashdan.com to learn more and to get all of the details. There's a form on the page in case you have any questions. Um, But yeah, I hope this is helpful. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton and I would be super grateful. 